0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the FPL Addicts eSports Live Fantasy Weekly videocast on podcast. Before we start, though, as usual, I'm going to go through another Peely's Puzzle. The answer to last week's, which I thought was the toughest one I'd ever done, was Jermaine Beckford. And uh, the first two clues will be given now and the next two midway through the podcast. So the first two clues. I'm the oldest player to ever score in a Premier League game at the age of 40 years i 268 days old and I scored 11 goals in 51 games for my country. But as I say, welcome back on the agenda today. We've got Liverpool win again as the Ips- Egyptian king is back amongst the goals. Bruce's mags, Elliot, snap an 11-game winless run in all competitions with an inspired performance away at Goodison Park, while Tottenham falter again as Brighton pick up three points at home for the first time in 2021. But as I said, alongside me as always is my right-hand man in the FPL Addicts. Esports Live commentary box It is Elliot Craig. How are you mate? I'm good mate. It's been a good
1: week for me both normal football and and fantasy so it might be a a sign of good things to come hopefully but we'll get into that a little bit later but yeah I'm doing well thank you mate.
0: Yeah that's awesome to see obviously I watched the Newcastle game with you again it's the 11th Newcastle game I've watched this season. I'm not a Newcastle fan but I've watched 11 somehow and that was the best of the lot by far so uh, it was buzzing to see you that you were buzzing and we had a couple of guesses in our private chat Um, or a couple of comments rather Matt saying Beckford was the last one Uh, yes he was Beckford was the last Peely's Puzzle the last week so well played there and the incorrect guess of Ryan Giggs so there's there's a quick hint it's definitely not Ryan Giggs he wasn't the oldest player to score in a Premier League game but there you go we're going to start as usual as we usually do by bringing up the results from this week and there's one that's going to stick out um, for Elliot he's absolutely loving it at the moment if we're being quite honest with you which back was the, the early uh, kickoff, mate the Newcastle game, if we can bring up the uh the share screen, you're back in the early kickoff, you never backed the early kick off, and that's what you show why mm-hmm. I mean a lot of people would have backed Everton, but as they say. Never ever ever back the early kickoff, and that's a lesson why right there. So Everton 0, Newcastle 2, a double from Callum Wilson, a great ball in from the from the corner for the first goal, which he nodded home with Summer Plum. And then an awesome ball from Jamal Lewis, who hasn't been the greatest for Newcastle this season, but had a brilliant game at fullback for the Toon. He put a brilliant ball in. Callum Wilson did the rest. And Elliot, you must be buzzing, particularly Jordan Pickford in uh, the Scat eleven team from last week had a poor game. I said it last week, mate, didn't I? I said,
1: you know, you can't be trusting Jordan Pickford with a clean sheet in 2021. It's just not how it's gonna work. But no, what what a performance from Callum Wilson. Definitely the man of the match. Even if he hadn't scored, probably would have been my man of the match. His hold up play was brilliant. It, it one of the best striker performances I've seen in my life, which isn't much from a Newcastle fan, but no, it was it was brilliant performance all round, mate. So hopefully it's um it's not just a one-off and we can keep that up against Crystal Palace.
0: I mean, you say you haven't had much in your life. Outside of that incredible Bar and Cissé season, you've literally had like Obafemi Martins, Peter Lovenkrantz, Dwight Gale. You haven't had... Hasselhoff. who missed a penalty three years ago today against Burnley, popped up. Um, But um, you've not really had much to pick from, but Callum Wilson looks like an absolute gem of a player. If we move on, Crystal Palace beat Wolves by a goal to nil. Eberiche Ize, the former QPR player, with yet another goal in the Premier League. And it's a big result for Palace, who... uh, Get a win over Wolves, who have been faltering a little bit. Manchester City, I want to talk about this one, Elliot. 1-0 over Sheffield United, but Pep Roulette strikes again.
1: Oh, a lot of FPL managers were not happy with that, including myself. Stones and Cancelo bench was just evil, evil by Pep. He must just have Diaz in his team and he doesn't want people in his mini-league with Stones and Cancelo getting above him or something. And he was like, just going to drop him on the bench and Diaz will get his clean sheet. Just takes him off his league. I'm sure that's what he was thinking, definitely. So... Just, he's a mastermind pep. He just doesn't like FPL at all, does he?
0: Not at all. But I mean, I brought in Diaz this week for Cancelo. So, really happy that I avoided that one. um And especially with the bench, we'll get onto it later. My FPL bench helps me in that regard there. But a good win for Manchester City nonetheless. The only goal of the game came early on. Gabriel Jesus with the only goal assisted by Ferran Torres. As the Citizens got another three points for their title charge. A four goal thriller, if you can call it that. Two all between West Brom and Fulham. It had nil nil written all over it, but that's not how it turned out. Um, the ginger Javi Harrison Reed getting another assist as well. That was a great ball in for even Cavale- uh, Cavalera, who finished at the back post. Bobby Decod over Reed got the other goal as Kyle Bartley scored again and Mateus Pereira continued his good form. Four goals at the Hawthorns as the points were shared. Elliot, decent game.
1: Yeah, I was. I was just praying it ended in a draw as a Newcastle fan. There was just goals flying and everywhere. It was difficult to keep up with. But no, it was. It was an interesting one because, as you say, it, ha- it has nil nil written all over it. So I think it was. A, it was a massive game for both teams in the relegation fight. And if they, if the ma- one of them had managed to get three points, you'd probably say, you know, that they'd have a much more of a fighting chance. So I think both teams will obviously be really, really disappointed that one's ended in a draw, more than most games this season for them. So it was. It was an interesting one, definitely, mate.
0: I mean, I wasn't watching it. I was watching the uh, the Mighty Rovers get a 1-0 win over Luton Town. But by all reports, it was a decent game. Adam Armstrong, by the way, needs to keep away from the Premier League because he's doing absolute bits in the Championship. And there'll be a Premier League club probably sweeping in. We're on deadline day as we record this. So hopefully no Premier League clubs have any ideas. The game that we uh, thought would be a 0-0 this week was the West Brom and Fulham game. Not Arsenal-Man United, which turned out to be a 0-0 draw. It's another game between two massive sides that just hasn't turned up. I think it was it was the other week, was it? Manchester United, Manchester City was a little while ago was nil nil. Uh, Manchester United, Liverpool was nil nil as well, yep. So, uh, a couple of massive games that just aren't turning up. Aston Villa got a 1-0 win over Southampton, much needed. Ross Barkley with the only goal in that one. It's a massive result for Aston Villa, that one, Elliot.
1: Yeah, the Southampton, probably, you could argue they got robbed with the VAR decision at the end where Danny Ings had scored, uh, but you know, it's the game these days, unfortunately. it Swings in roundabouts, it comes both ways. So, they'll feel hard done by. But, no, it was a brilliant three points from Villa after a, um, a disappointing loss earlier in the week. So, they needed that, definitely.
0: And we'll just go over these results quite quickly. A brilliant goal from Marcos Alonso helped Chelsea along their way to a 2-0 win over Burnley. Cesar Azpilicueta also got the other goal. So, the Chelsea Spanish defenders getting on the score sheet For them, Leicester lost a lead 3-1, surprising one. Stuart Dallas, Patrick Bamford, who, uh, when I woke up this morning to see the results and uh, Jack Harrison scored, but when I woke up this morning, I saw Bamford. My opponent did have Bamford and I was a little bit worried that potentially I might well have uh, lost my cup tie. We'll get onto that later. Uh, But Mohamed Salah, my captain choice, absolutely nailed it. I I think, Elliot, you were in the same boat with Mohamed Salah. He scored twice. Craig Dawson also got me some much-needed FPL points, but Mohamed Salah, the Egyptian king, is back. Glad you captain him, Elliot, for sure.
1: Oh, 100%, mate. Honestly, it, it was this week if you didn't captain Salah. I don't think you had the best of weeks to say, but no, I'm I'm thrilled I've nailed my captain choice after two or three weeks without, you know, putting my faith in Bruno and whatnot in the past couple of weeks, and it just hasn't paid off. So I'm glad Salah with the the big return there, the big 15-pointer from the Egyptian king.
0: And the final game, Brighton. The Spurs by a goal to nil. Tottenham Hotspur, Leandro Trossard with the only goal in that game. Pascal Gross with the assist as the South Coast side got all three points at home to Tottenham. We'll go through the fixtures for the next game week just quickly. The game week is game week 22 and the deadline is 4.30pm on Tuesday night. Um, obviously, if you're living in the uh, the UK, um, over here though, in Melbourne, 330 Wednesday morning, it starts the game week with Sheffield United hosting West Brom. At the same time, Wolves will host Arsenal. Seven fifteen, Manchester United will host Southampton, and your side, Newcastle, will host Crystal Palace. Burnley will, will start Wednesday night against Manchester City. Fulham will host Leicester. Leeds will play Everton. Aston Villa will play West Ham, and Liverpool will host Brighton. And on Thursday night, Friday morning over here, massive game between two London rivals in Tottenham Hotspur and Chelsea. So just to go back to last week, we've got your game week review. You got your, We've got your shocks of the week, Elliot. We've got three from the last game week to uh, talk about. Who are they?
1: Thank you, mate. Game week 21 has now ended and with it brought a lot of shocking FPL results and scores. The highest score this week in the world being 120 points and the average being 48 points. But here are my top three shocks of the week. Firstly, we've got Chelsea defender Cesar Azpilicueta. who managed a goal, a clean sheet and three bonus in their 2-0 win over Burnley, giving him 15 points in game week 21. Secondly, we have his counterpart, Spanish counterpart, with Marcus Alonso, who drove his chested down volley into the back of the net, making it two-nil to Chelsea and earning his owners fourteen points in game week twenty-one. This came from a goal, a clean sheet, and two bonus, and it kind of felt like we were back in 2017 with goals from Alonso and Azpilicueta, didn't it,
0: yeah. mate? Yeah, I think you remember. I scored one against. Uh, he scored one against Tottenham at Wembley, if I'm correct, and that was in a, in a run of really good form for him, where he was just a must-have FPL asset. Since then, he's he's not really been that, but maybe with a goal here maybe it might spark a run for him
1: definitely mate but um for my third one it definitely didn't feel like we were back in 2017 as it was lead striker Pat- patrick bamford who was back amongst the goals for the yorkshire side who he scored once assisted twice and earned three bonus points giving his owners including myself 15 points in game week 21
0: Brilliant stuff. A couple of Chelsea defenders in there, as you're saying. If we were back in 2017, you definitely wouldn't be including Patrick Bamford in your Shocks (laughs) of the Week, but he's had a brilliant start to the season. He scored again and he uh, nearly um, knocked me out of the FPL Cup, but um, I'm through there. Uh So now to introduce one of our guests for the week. The other one will be joining us a little bit later on, but... um, We've got a bit of a phone in this time. He's not got his camera on. Has uh, has Matt Day from FPL Addicts, the guru himself, but he's here with us nonetheless. Matt, how are you feeling, mate?
2: Yeah, thanks, Ali. Look, I'm I'm not feeling too good today. Pretty uh, pretty pretty down about the Spurs result. Um, you know, there's uh, a lot of uh, disgruntled Tottenham fans at the moment after that result and a, and a couple of other results recently. So yeah, a little bit a uh, bit down about that. Lose, losing at Brighton didn't didn't even look like we were going to. Uh, going to get a goal or well, we didn't get a goal but it didn't even look like we could win that game today it was was pretty poor all round. so yeah not not too good um yeah so hopefully we can uh we can bounce back against Chelsea but um yeah not too sure at the moment on uh on Spurs in our form so
0: there you go it was a bit of a surprising one but um yeah once again Jose Mourinho I think it's the third time he's lost at Brighton away in a row now twice with Manchester United and once with Tottenham. It's the first time he's ever lost away at the same opponent three times in a row in his career, I think I heard on commentary. So that was quite an interesting stat and one that Jose will want to eradicate before his next visit to the Amex. So we'll start our game week review, though. We'll go through our teams at the moment. We'll start with mine. We've got a decent score here and I've got really lucky because the wild card I made the other week set me up because I needed two automatic substitutions and they contributed nine points between them after Cancelo was dropped and also Tarek Mitchell uh, sorry, Stones was dropped and Tariq Mitchell was also benched. So, uh, Dawson came on. His goal helped out with seven points there. Um, obviously, I had Ruben Diaz on already. Uh, so, that Manchester City defence still working well in the absence of John Stones. Rian Brewster also came on for two points. But the talking point really has to be Mohamed Salah. Brilliant he was. 30 points he got as my captain. Obviously, he's been out of form recently. But I just thought, I just had an inkling that he would do something this game. And he did. Obviously, Mohamed Salah, if you don't have him, maybe he might be coming into a bit of form now, so maybe one you might want to bring in. Two goals for 10 points, got the three bonus, and obviously the two for playing minutes. So I'll take that the other transfer I had was Harvey Barnes, or one of the transfers I had, rather, was Harvey Barnes. He had a goal as well, even though his side lost, and Dominic Calvert-Lewin was a bit frustrating as he blanked. But overall, 72 points minus the four takes me to 68. Um, game week rank is just outside, uh, sorry, just inside the 700,000. And I've taken Green Arrows up to 131, so decent Green Arrows there. I don't mind that whatsoever. We'll move on to Elliot, who has had a pretty poor week, I think, by all standards. Better than... Oh, no, he hasn't. That was last week. (laughs) He's had a very, very good week. He's had a very good week. I was going to say, mate, I don't think I did this week. (laughs) No, that was last week. Elliot, we'll let you start, start this off. You've been amazing this week, my word. (laughs)
1: yeah mate Uh, 82 points this week so as you said not not that good Um, no not at all (laughs) (laughs) a lot of the the big hitters in there Salah as the captain just as soon as I woke up this morning saw he'd scored I was like it's not going to be a bad week for me at all then, is it? Madison with the assist to your boy, Harvey Barnes. So we sort of both uh, <laughs> helped each other out a little bit there. Stewie Dallas with a goal. He was playing midfield again. So he's, he's turned into a little bit of a, a John Lundstrom, I'd like to say, to be honest. He's, you know, down as a defender in the game, but goal-scoring central midfielder at the minute, Stuart Dallas, which isn't too bad. Obviously, Man City with the clean sheet. Could say that every week at the minute, couldn't we? Leno with the clean sheet against Man United. Frustrating for Jack I'm sure but I'll take the clean sheet from me and then Bamford what more can you want from him he's been out of form for a few weeks comes back firing goal two assists cannot ask for more and Green Arrows right back up the mini league good week from me mate
0: well I mean there's one thing you might want more from Patrick Bamford he had a great game but you wouldn't want the injury cloud over his head
1: no that's that's a little bit of a worry for me mate because I've, I've just got Harry Kane out, I didn't get Bamford in, I got Calvert-Lewin in, but I'm hoping he's going to be alright, but I've got a free transfer and I've got money in the bank if needed, but I'd rather not move off onto him now considering the form that he's going to hopefully get himself into, but I saw so it was like 75% chance of him playing, I can't remember what yeah. the uh, the issue
2: seemed to be, but
0: it he's in his away. own team
2: he said didn't he he said he was in his own fantasy team and he's going to be fine to play so yeah, um, I've right I I
0: heard it. that actually that's, that's <laughs> yeah. a lead from Patrick Bamford that's a lead. yeah
2: that. so he said that. he's uh he said he's feeling all right he's in his own fantasy team he's just a little bit upset that he didn't captain himself yeah. uh, yesterday so yeah expect him to play I, I think this week and um you know potentially score and Everton after that they'll be a bit deflated after losing to Newcastle so uh yeah Bam, that Definitely. that's really just dis- destroyed a lot of managers this weekend, I think. That Bamford yeah. and Dallas score. Um, and yeah. they did everything I didn't want him to do. So yeah, you've done well there, Elliot.
1: Yeah, well if he's um if he's got himself and his own team, maybe he should think twice before squaring it to um Jack Harrison <laughs> yeah. instead of shooting himself, to be honest. I think he'd be kicking himself about that. Could he got the extra point, but I'll take I'll take the, the goal and the two assists from Bamford. Don't mind that at all.
0: Yeah, that's uh, always good to uh, hear that he's got himself in his own FPL team and he's playing himself. Um, just to go back to myself just quickly, I forgot to mention that I pro- I did mention that I progressed in the FPL Cup and I'd done so, obviously, this guy did have Bamford in, the guy I'm playing, uh, but I won by 14 points. Both of us took hits. He got rid of Callum Wilson. I think he went from Wilson to Bamford. So, um, you know, potentially, you know, it's, it's a, probably a good transfer, to be fair, uh, that he's gone to Bamford, but he captain Ilkai Ilkay Gundogan, your man, Matt. So, uh, on that tandem, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll move over to your team. I don't think you did captain, uh, Gunderman this week, did you? And
2: I did, mate. Know. I had... Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I think it was the, uh, I didn't have the best week. I think the, um, the captain choice was, I've, I've gone back to those, those poor captain choices now. That's a couple in a row. It was the Fernandez one last week, but, you know, I could kind of get away with it. And then this week, uh, yeah, not having Salah's, uh, Probably cost me a few extra points, so I did go Gundogan Um, yeah, my man's let me down there, but um, you know, is is what it is. We move on. Um, yeah, a few players really let me down. Obviously, Bruce is uh, what's he doing in there? He's come off. I kept, I kept Kane, so what I did is I kept Kane, um, I didn't take him out because I was just a little bit skeptical, I wanted to wait for the news, and now I've kind of heard he's going to be out until. Uh, the Man City game is what they're saying. So I kept Kane. I put Son in. Um yeah, Son was pretty woeful this morning. So um yeah, pretty poor all round. Martinez was, was a highlight. Diaz and uh, and Salah. Um but that's it. The rest of my team was, was quite uh yeah, quite flattened and quite poor. So um yeah, disappointing game week, but I I'm still uh I'm confident with this team going into the next next game week. I think I've got some better fixtures now. So um I think the aim's gonna um gonna be replacing kane um it's just about who who to bring in and it will be big quite happy i'm 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 looking at wilson maybe uh Newcastle uh yeah I like the look at Newcastle on the weekend. uh he had a lot of chances he missed he missed some sitters should, as well he? should have had a hat trick yeah not more, so. definitely. I'm liking him. I'm liking Bamford because uh, Bamford's quite consistent, isn't he? So, um, yeah, not too sure. I don't. It's just going to be horrible getting rid of Kane, um, but it's got to be done if he's going to miss these next three. So, yeah, not not a great great week. But I think um, I didn't lose a huge amount of ground in um, in terms of mini leagues and stuff. Uh, but I did go out of the cup, which was a shame. I I did win, and if it was the initial eleven versus eleven, I I was looking quite good. But then Bamford come off his bench and. Uh, you know, and killed me. Oh. So, um, yeah, that was a nightmare. So, um, yeah, out of the cup, but um, onwards and upwards. Let's see how we go this week. I Think you had the same as well. I think Ollie, we both had Mitchell, and um, you know, Palace get a clean sheet, and then Mitchell doesn't actually play. So that was a bit of a, uh, yeah, that was a bit of a pain because I had him as my, my first sub in case uh, Kane obviously didn't play. So, um, yeah, not not the, uh, not the best week, but I think I've, I've beat the average, so I'll take that.
0: Yeah, as you should. I mean, it's a little bit of solace from uh, what was otherwise, you know, it's a disappointment to lose in the cup. Um, It was a decent run to, I think, was it round five that you got knocked out in. But um, there's always next year, as they say, we'll move along to Jack, who obviously won't be here to discuss his team. Make sure we have the right game week up. And it's much the same almost to last game week, had 47 last game week and had 46 on this one, which was below the average. Um, Ellie, I'll start with you to throw this one over to him. Obviously, missed captain choice, which is a bit frustrating. But uh, yeah, it's a poor week from Jack, for being honest.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people fancied Gundogan this week. I, I, I don't blame them. He's been in excellent, excellent form. But you know, this week, as I said, if you didn't. Uh, really capitalise on Salah's score I think you didn't get the, the obviously you didn't get the extra 15 points but you didn't get the um, the ground that you'd gain in the mini leagues and stuff like that which was a bit disappointing but Jack's here now so I'll hand oh, it back, back over to him and he can dissect his own squad
3: I hope you were saying all good things there boys <laughs> yeah yeah of course of course mate. <laughs> Oh, you're on my team as well. Oh my goodness, yeah. I've had a nightmare, lads. I've had an absolute nightmare. Um, not a good week. Not a good January. After some great form in December, climbed up everything the ladders. Um, yeah, and I'm, I've been left with this. My midfield, apart from Salah hitting this morning, has been an absolute joke. <laughs> in a nutshell, Um, I presume you boys were saying that as well, but um, in terms of my team you guys got it right in there, I brought Gundogan in um, this week instead of Barnes I was going to do the Barnes curveball captain as per the guru recommendations but
2: bottled it, bottled it last
3: minute Uh, went for the safe option with uh, Gundogan put the captain's armband on him and I nearly I was speaking to one of my friends who's in our FPL league, Chris Reid Um, I was telling him about Salah. I went, he's got 7-7 against West Ham. 7-7 and and two assists, I think he's had in in his uh, last seven appearances. I thought, oh, better Captain Salah. And then didn't get round to it. Kept Gundogan. And then who do I see? I see Oli Walker-Peel and Elliot Craig both Captain Salah. (laughs) Sick to my stomach this morning. (laughs) Masters (laughs) against uh,
0: The Apprentice, eh?
3: Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think you two are just working together. That's all. Keep it, keep not giving me, uh, not sharing the info. Um, so yeah, it well, did last go time great. I
0: shared info. Last time I shared info, you
3: you, you you took it and it didn't work for you. So I don't blame you. <laughs> was that That's
1: the, very much a Grealish debacle, wasn't it? It was that, yeah. I think
3: it was yeah. a bit of that. And then uh, McCarthy and Martinez as well, wasn't it? Um, yes. which, which uh, which yeah. I did myself this week. I left, I left, uh, I went McCarthy like Southampton should have got something out of that game. Um, against Villa it shouldn't it shouldn't have happened that way but Martínez obviously came out on top so left seven seven points on the bench um, with the difference between Martínez and McCarthy so that kept me below the average and obviously Dom Calvert-Lewin oh my goodness just don't know where to start with him
2: Cavani could have um, had a couple though Jack that was really um, unlucky
3: yeah I was whinging about that this morning as well Joe looking at my team going (laughs) Cavani could have won that game for, for United for us and we should have won um, he was he was like four, five six yards away. He should have slotted it. He could have had a couple, like he said. Um, and obviously, yeah, just infuriating, infuriating, like many fantasy managers out there. Um, so Rob Holding was my second best player this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that says something, doesn't it? I mean, Rob Holding's been does. all right. He yeah, okay this yeah, season, hasn't been Really good. I mean, I've had yeah, him in, been in my team for an extended period of time or a little period of time, so he's not been too bad. Um, so, you've not had a great week, Jack, if we're being quite honest with you. One person who has had a good week, though, is Morgan Hanley, who, once again, after snubbing us in the guest section, <laughs> you know, it might be a good decision for him because he's done really well again. He's wow. nearly managed to raise the
3: bat. Wow.
0: Just inside the top 5,000 in the game week, he's done absolutely brilliantly, obviously. Martinez, Bamford, Wilson, nailed Bamford, the Salah Wilson. captain show. Um, did he get lucky? He got slightly lucky with the Dallas and Creswell did okay as well. But other than that, he's had a brilliant week. He's up inside the top 25,000 for the overall rank. And he's moved up in the uh, Esports Live and FPL Addicts Mini League as well. So he's moved up quite a fair way, I think, as a result this week. He's up to third. So um, he's done really well as Morgan Hanley this week. And he'll receive a $10 live uh, Esports Live voucher. rather for cash pool and prizes you can play for on fifa rocket league pez and nba i've stuffed up the promo i do apologize jack but there you go it's the same message every week hopefully you've been listening so hopefully morgan knows what he's in for but if you think it can hack it see if you can join him in some of these competitions they're running thick and fast now so get yourself
3: involved i'd love to know ollie who who, what team he started with with all we can uh, find that he's going out can you can you look at that you can find that. Um, we'll bring that
0: up, actually. Hopefully this works because obviously you've got to go back 20 times. So hopefully I can just change the URL and it works. I think it might. Yes, it does. So this is the team. You've got 78 points in game week one and that's how we started. Nah, I, think, I
2: think he means uh, at he the start of the game that. week. No, <laughs> he
0: started starting yeah. lineup. He must have hired <laughs> then. Um, quite possibly. Um I thought he meant the start of the season. So apologies. Before he, the auto
2: subs, I think.
1: Before yeah. the auto subs. You know, if he yeah, started...
3: So, Cancelo and Chilwell and then yeah,
2: I reckon he would have he did he did he'd like to hope so he did Ah, uh, yeah it says at the bottom yeah player in yeah. Creswell oh, and yeah. Dallas for Cancelo and Chilwell so
0: that's what I did mention uh, that but yeah.
3: okay that's all good oh the Jets well, <laughs> my, my apologies <laughs> I didn't know he
0: mentioned that my apologies <laughs> no, that's, mate, all right. so... that's all good that's all good but 11 points the off the of his Burnley bank, fan so he... as well yeah mm-hmm. I said that goodness. I said yeah. that he's a, fo- he's a good FPL manager but he
3: supports a shocking club shocking <laughs> shocking club um, good, bit but, a, good bit of education for managers out there. If you didn't know, if you scroll to the bottom of the page, it tells you who's in and who's out. <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah, that's why you said does.
1: it, just so we can teach people. That's why
0: yeah. it was done. There you go. The, there go. the more you giving. know. The more you know. Maybe, maybe I'm the FPL teacher, teaching people how to navigate <laughs> the, the website, rather than alongside the FPL guru. We'll get onto his section. In a moment, but before we do, we've got Peely's Puzzle, part two. As this guy played two, uh, had two spells at Tottenham, Matt should really be getting this one. So this player had a spell at Manchester United, sandwiched in between two spells at Tottenham Hotspur, and he won the Premier League three times. So there's your clues. Not um, Tottenham, surely. Oh, in the I've got <laughs> it. I know. <laughs> it. He yeah, have, got it. He would have won the Premier League three times at Manchester United, but... Uh, jack and matt both think they've got it have you out there we'll have to wait and see so the answer will be revealed on next week's podcast so now matt over to you we've got your guru section we've got your form players your uh, differentials your clubs to watch and you've got your captain picks for the next game week so matt floor's yours
2: uh thanks ollie and uh Yeah, I've definitely got a a good idea as to who that Peeley's puzzler is, but I'll leave that for everyone else to solve. Um, But yeah, going with the Guru section, we'll uh, go to our uh, form players. Um, A couple this week, uh, Pereira from West Brom, I did uh, put him down as a differential last week. He's come out with a 13 point week, which is uh, absolutely brilliant for those that transferred him in. Um, So he's got a good fixture this week as well. Another form player of mine, I know it was your transfer, Ollie, uh, Harvey Barnes, six returns and seven now, um, and he was the, uh, the careful captain, um, really, really in form at the moment. So that's my two form players. Uh, we'll move on now to the, uh, the differentials. am going to start with uh, Edison, uh, 8.1%, so he's still below that 10% ownership. Um, Burnley away. So if you need a keeper who's just consistently keeping clean sheets, you've got a bit more money to uh, to spare. Um, you know Edison's not a uh, not a bad shout. If you're on a wild card this week, not a bad uh, goalkeeper to have. Uh, I believe he's in Oli's team as well. So uh, you know I think he's he's got Oli quite a few points. Um, so he can vouch for that.
0: He's been brilliant for me as Edison. Brought him yeah, in the- bri- I think he's kept a clean sheet every single week I've had him. But um, I left Sanchez on the bench, so I left, I left three points on the bench this morning. But uh, other than that, he's been absolutely brilliant for me as Edison.
2: Yeah, he's um, you just I think he's the one that's safest from uh, Pep Roulette, isn't he? So um, you know, really good goalkeeper to have. So if you're on that wild card, eight point one percent ownership, um, you know, you, you'd think he would get a clean sheet away at Burnley. Um, I'm gonna go with another City player as well as a as a differential for this game week. Mares, I know he's very in and out the side, but you know, he was rested on the weekend. Um, and he got a, a double-digit score in the game week before, so I do feel like Pep's going to play him in this one away at Burnley. Uh, he does like to. Uh, he's a bit of a, I think, a bully against these uh, these smaller sides. I think he did score in the uh, in the home leg as well. Was it Burnley? He got the hat trick in, lads. It was, wasn't it? It was. Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. So in the reverse fixture, he got a uh, a hat trick. He's three point six percent owned. So you know, really, really good one. I would say though, if you get him in probably someone that you don't want to hold on to for too long because he is very in and out of that side. Um, the third one, this is definitely a differential. Um, it's a bit bit of a, a controversial one because he's not scored a huge amount of goals and it's going to be uh, Roberto Firmino, uh, 7.5% owned, home to Brighton. I know Brighton have had a few good results lately, um, but 7.5%. He's got two returns in the last two. He's getting in, in the in the goal scoring positions again. He's, he's getting the assists. You know, someone a bit different, really, really low ownership. Um, So he's one that I've got listed down as a uh, potential uh, one that can get you above your your mates in the mini leagues. My fourth one, this week I found really tough with the uh, the differentials. There's a lot of uh, very, very close fixtures. Uh, And this one, I think, Elliot, you'll be very, very happy to see. It's going to be sent maximum in 2.4% ownership. Home to Palace. Um, there was just something about Newcastle, which I've not said in, in months, to be honest, I did really like on the weekend and, you know, he came on, I think it was the last, what, 20 minutes and did that little Maradona role. And, um, yeah, we had a little discussion about him in the group chat and he's someone that looks good on the eye, doesn't really get too much in terms of FPL points, but when he, when he does have a, you know, when he's on it, um, and he scores, he tends to sort of get a golden assist, um, so yeah, that, I think. What, what do you think on that one, Elliot? Just obviously, you're you're the uh, the Newcastle fan. Do you think that's a little bit uh, above board or uh, potentially a good shout?
1: Well, I was. Um, obviously, I'm a massive, massive fan of him. He's clearly our um most pleasing player to watch. I'd say definitely, he's the one with a little bit of magic that can change a football match. As you said, doesn't always get the most out of fantasy points. He got the uh, the pre-assist for our second goal as. People call it these days, which was good. But um, no, I, I don't mind it. I'm hoping he starts against uh, Palace. He's, you know, he obviously came back from what they were calling long-term COVID so he's been suffering with that for a while but he's come off the bench three matches in a row now so I'm hoping he's match fit maybe to play the first 60-70 minutes against Palace and then maybe get subbed off but I don't mind it at all because I think Palace's defence can be weak at times and if he can really get at them then I don't see why he can't grab a goal or it's assist for himself mate so I'm, I'm a big fan of that choice.
2: Yeah I think it's, a, it's an interesting one because uh, there's a a saying on the FPL community at the moment about the eye test, and uh, you know he's someone that does look really good on the eye when you watch him play. And Rafinha at Leeds is a very similar player, and he started to, to get some returns lately. So now I'm hoping the same for Saint Maximin this weekend. Um, my last differential, and this is really is a big, big differential, 0.7% ownership, and it's Perez, Iosi Perez from Leicester. Um, it looks like he's taken up that centre forwards position since Vardy's been injured. Looks like the uh, the red flag still on Vardy for this week, so. You would expect pairs to come in and start. Hasn't had the best stats, but low, low ownership. If you're really, really looking for a striker to, to replace Kane and you don't want to go with the template of DCL, Bamford, Wilson or your Watkins and you want to get a Leicester player in, not a bad shout, 0.7%. So um, that wraps up the, uh, the differentials for this week. Um, so moving on, we'll go with the, uh, the three teams. Uh, and one of them I think is, is quite obvious. Manchester City away to Burnley um, is a tough game. Like, but Burnley, you know, they've uh, had some good results over the last month or so. Um, but you would expect Man City to go there and uh, and turn it on and win. Um, my second team uh, out of the three is going to be Liverpool, home to Brighton. Obviously, Brighton have had some good results um, lately, but you know, it's Liverpool. Uh, there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of good results in a row for them too. And then my last one. Um, I was actually looking at, and again, this is probably going to surprise callers, uh, everyone. Sorry, listening in. Um, I was looking at uh, Newcastle this week um, at home to Palace, but uh, I just couldn't, just didn't have it in me to put a Steve Bruce side in there just yet. So I've ended up going with uh, Leicester away at Fulham. Um, I think again, I've I've looked at the table, and um, th- with Leicester being in that that top four, Fulham still being in the uh, in the bottom three. Uh, had to uh, had to go for uh, for Leicester there, so that's my uh, my three teams. Um, so we'll uh, we'll move on now to the captains this week. I don't think there's uh, too many surprises with with the number one choice, and that's Mo Salah. Um, another one who I talk about most weeks uh, is Sterling, but he got a rest on the weekend. I think he'll start this week against Burnley. Um, so definitely a captain shout, uh, Jack Grealish. Home game as well seems to just be getting an assist every week, um, seems to be a shoe in for for a goal and an assist or, or at least one of the two at home. Uh, home fixture to West Ham, and then my uh, my last captain choice is uh, Callum Wilson. So sticking on the uh, on the Newcastle team, uh, he just was getting in front of goal numerous times against Everton and. I think we were we were sort of talking about this earlier as well amongst ourselves. He probably could have had a hat trick. I know he got two. He definitely could have sealed it with three. Could have even had four. There was numerous chances, and I really really liked what I saw. Sora Wilson. So, um, you know, not, not a bad captain shot. So, um, we move on to the uh, the curveball, um, and the curveball is going to have to be Pereira from West Brom. Um, just come off thirteen points. Sheffield United away. Tough game. Sheffield United are quite t- still quite tight at the back. They did only let one in against City, um, but Pereira is on on the uh, the set pieces. He's on the penalties. If he's in your team and, and you don't want to go the uh, the templates of, of Salah and Sterling, he's uh you know he's not a uh, not a bad option to have.
0: Definitely not. As in a differential between between that. Obviously, Mateus Pereira scored again. He was a great player in the Championship last week uh, last season for the Baggies. But um, just trying to go back to some of the Shouts that you've had that um, in previous sections. I want to uh, have a look at Mares in your form players. Uh, Riyad Mares obviously scored a hat trick. We know last time against Burnley. Um, if it happens to be Pep roulette that, that triumphs and Mares isn't selected, is there another Manchester City asset that you think might well might well take your fancy with the armband or not?
2: Yeah, it's a tough one with City. I think the um, you know the pet roulette things a you know, a big topic right now. Um, there's just so many games, so it's, it's really hard to judge. But, um, yeah, tough call. I'd like to say, well, Gabriel Jesus potentially, but again, if, is he going to start? It's just such a very, very tough call, Ollie. Um Foden, nah. You know what? I think, uh, for me, Mara Sterling and, yeah, that that's, I'd like to say my man Gundogan, but, I don't know if he'll uh, if he'll play this week. I feel like they might might drop him as well. So um uh you know what I probably I'm going to go with uh, Cancelo. I uh, think think to, to answer your question, I'm going to go with Cancelo, the defender was rested over the weekend. I think he'll um he'll get the start against Burnley. Um and he seems to uh, to get forward a lot. He gets shots on goal and um you know he's pretty much like a midfielder in, in fantasy in, in the way that he plays. So yeah, I'm going to go with uh, with Cancelo.
0: And just one more quick one, this time on your uh, your real like massive differential here. I want to throw this one to both of you, both to Matt and to Elliot. I'm On about Jose Perez, obviously the former Newcastle player. It's a bit of an interesting one. He's really come out of nowhere. So, uh, do you reckon he's a long-term option, potentially if Jamie Vardy's out? And uh, to Elliot, the question I want to ask you is, do you support the shout, obviously? Are you a fan of Jose Perez still since he left, or uh, is he in your bad books?
1: No, mate, I absolutely don't blame him for when he left. We were in a, a- the rubbish spot Rafa Benitez left, and they were they were very close. Obviously, they had the Spanish connection. He did was brilliant for us. He never did the foot wrong a lot of the time. After January, me and you always used to joke that he'd turn into Pele after that 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 second half of the season. He really used to turn it on in the uh, the late halves. But I think he's only got one goal this season, so I think it, it obviously is an interesting one. But with the supply that Leicester have got with Madison Barnes, all Brighton, if you're playing up top, you're, you're bound to get chances at least so i, I, I do support the, the Jose perez call if he's wrapped up that center four position for now definitely
0: and you yeah, on that look,
2: one yeah look i uh, i think in terms of long term it will just be pending the uh the vardy news if if vardy's going to be out you know so they they think he's going to be out for another sort of few weeks four five six weeks then you know, I'll definitely be looking at him. It, it, the only problem is it may it will take up a midfielder spot. So um although he's playing in that, that striker role, um he does classify as midfielder, which can be a good and a bad thing. A good thing is you're getting more points if he does score. Um obviously the bad news is you're gonna have to uh to lose a uh, a midfielder spot. So um yeah, I think if we get Vardy news and, and we hear that he is gonna be out for, you know, a long part of the season, then I'd definitely look at him. But, um, yeah, if we don't get that news, I'd probably say just have him for the game week or the next two game weeks and then, uh, and then get rid. So, um, yeah, it will all depend on this, this Vardy news.
0: Brilliant stuff, Matt. And I just want to move on now to your Scout 11, if we can bring that up. Obviously, your Scout 11s, you're almost just known for that now. It's the proud, um uh, Pride and joy of your Guru section every week. And this is the team we've got at the minute. We've got Edison in goal, Robertson, Dallas, Stones and Alexander Arnold in the back four. Two banks of fours. We've got Madison, Salah, Sterling and Mateus Pereira in midfield behind Callum Wilson and Ollie Watkins. I want to talk about that strike partnership between Ollie Watkins and Callum Wilson. Both incredible strikers. Both got very enticing home games. Was it an easy selection picking those two?
2: Yeah, look, Wilson, um, home game against Palace. He's just come off 13 points, so... Yeah, got to throw him in. I'm a, I think he's a penalty taker as well, isn't he, Elliot? So, um, yeah. you know, got to put him in there. Um, even if it is Bruce and Newcastle, they uh, they were a lot more attacking on the weekend. So, you know, I think they're going to start going for games a bit more uh, than what we saw before. Watkins is just every time I watch him, he just gets in goal scoring positions. Um, and he's someone that you know we might blank for three, you know, three games, two games, and then he will just come out and get you know 13 points out of nowhere. So. Um, yeah, liking, liking both of them. And Watkins is getting a really good service from Barkley and Grealish now. So, yeah, they're, they're two that I'm really liking. Um, and then going into the midfield, Pereira, I think, speaks for itself after his last couple of weeks. Absolutely brilliant. What, 13 points last week. Then he had that 24 points in the double game week. So, um, yeah, he, he's flying. Uh, Sterling is is going in there this week. I think after his rest, he's, he's going to get get minutes against Burnley. Uh, Salah got him there on the captain. I think uh I do get a bit worried with these midweek games though in case Klopp decides he you know doesn't want to uh give Salah a run, you know, he can sometimes drop drop some of the big guns. So it does worry me a bit, but I've got to put the armband on him there. Uh, Madison away at Fulham. It was between him and Barnes. Um I went Barnes last week in in the uh, in the Guru eleven um and as the curveball captain, but I think this week I'll I'll pick Madison. Um And then, uh, defense double up on Liverpool. I think their fullbacks are just Alexander Arnold's been bombing forward again in the last two games. Uh, Robertson as well. They seem to just uh, have got it back together. I think Liverpool. So um, I'm liking both of them. Dallas. Not sure if they'll keep a clean sheet, but like you boys mentioned earlier, he was pretty much playing in a central midfield, attacking midfielder role yesterday, which was um, you know pretty pretty good so if you own him um, definitely worth worth keeping hold and then uh, Stones and Edison I think they're the safest in that City defence this week, um, I would normally go with Diaz but I think Stones getting the rest, they might they might uh, drop Diaz this week uh, considering they got Liverpool on, on the weekend as well so um, yeah that's the uh, that's the Guru 11 for this week
0: yeah, I'm not sure about John Stones. Don't, don't don't be saying he'll be getting dropped or else my FPL week would really be in tatters. But um, yeah, that'll be an interesting one if we look forward to that Manchester City-Liverpool game in a couple of weeks. We might have to rethink some of those at Manchester City defenders that people have been bringing in.
2: Yeah, that's what I've been looking at because I, obviously I wildcarded uh, when you did on that, that double game week with the City defenders, knowing that they had this nice little fixture on. But yeah, once they get Liverpool Anfield, it's a game that they're quite notorious for uh, for letting in goals, aren't they? They're, I don't think they've got a good record at Anfield at all, so um, it's a bit of a worry. And then I think they've got they got my my side Spurs after, so with, with our form, it's probably not going to be too much of a worry. And then uh, Arsenal away after, they've got a few, uh, and then West Ham, a few games you'd think they might concede in. So yeah, we might see a change on the, on that double up. So um, yeah, let, let's wait and see.
0: Yeah, that's a few interesting fixtures right in a run there. Those three will put some a bit of fear into FPL managers' minds, but hopefully you can navigate your way through it. One more before we move on. Mateus Pereira, talk of the town at the minute. Obviously, as we've said, decent championship player. Now showing his worth in the Premier League. Obviously, really low ownership. Do you expect that he might be one uh, in the shop window? People might be uh, buying him a bit more now?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think if you don't own Suchek... Um, and you've got that kind of i think he's he's about six isn't he per hour he's just around that six to six million mark just above that so um yeah if you don't have that i think a lot of people have Suchek taking taken up that extra space in in their squads um or maybe Gundogan at the moment um or saka from arsenal because those three have kind of been the the cheap budget uh, midfielders so if you don't have one of them uh, and you've kind of got that extra space uh, as a midfielder in the prayer. is not a bad one to bring in, I think. Um, yeah, good fixture for this one. Um, yeah, set pieces and, and pens. And yeah, seems to be everywhere at the minute. So um, yeah, really liking him.
0: Yeah, and Just before we, we move on, Matt, we've got um, your YouTube channel, which we haven't really mentioned a whole lot on this show. I f- didn't even realise you had it up until a couple of weeks ago because we haven't really talked about it too much. But uh, six subscribers, that's a, a figure that needs to be improved, if we're being honest. He posts a lot of stuff up there. You know, the clips of the podcast, mostly it's just the full podcast. But um, yeah, definitely go and subscribe over there. There's sometimes also a few guru sections, just just guru sections on there as well. So go and check that out and subscribe. It's Matty Day, the FPL guru. On YouTube so go and give that a watch thanks again for your guru section Matt top work so now moving on to draft for the week and we'll run over the results for game week 21 and a couple of uh, heavyweights or in my case now basically a lightweight um, not great weeks for some of us here Rolando beating Jack was the upset of the week by nine points everyone would have beaten Jack and uh, Rolando took advantage of a poor week by the uh, the draft guru to take all three points. David lost to uh, to Elliot, so his rise up the league has been stunted somewhat by a good win for Elliot. I got absolutely smashed by James, so the less we talk about that, probably the better. But a good a good win for uh for James, 23 points. is pretty handy that in draft. And uh, Matt, you survived a close one against the Mac lads, 12 points, but three points is three points nonetheless. If we have a look at what that's done to the table, I'm still in fourth, but top of the league is still Jack, despite despite his r- defeat to Orlando. Matt is up to second, Dave down to third, I'm in fourth as I said. James moves up to fifth, Elliot in sixth, Nathan in seventh and Rolando in eighth. The fixtures and we've got the Draft Classico back in Game Week 22 between Jack and Matt. That's the fixture of the week for sure. <laughs> we've got a bit of a, a family clash between myself and my dad. We've got James and David and also Elliot plays Rolando but we'll get straight into it. No debate on what the match of the, uh, the weekend is. It's uh, James and, uh, and, sorry, Jack and Matt, rather. and 22 <laughs> points. What are you going to do to change this, Jack? Because something needs to be changed if you want to win this game.
3: Yeah, I was just mentioning then, Ollie, I could do a wild card to freshen things up. Um, yes. You know, Saka being out as well, it's a bit difficult. However, um, I do have a bit of a fixture clash with uh, West Ham-Aston Villa. Um, so I'm going to be sh- struggling around that. I think Grealish is going to be coming into form big time. Uh, well, he's in form anyway, but I think he's going to be um, a big property in the next couple of weeks. So I'm great to have him, but I've got the Spurs boys on the bench because they're out injured. Chilwell, don't even know if he's going to get in the team now after Alonso's rocket the other night. Um, so I don't even know what to do with him. Um, and Martial Antonio, Martial can't score for the life of him and Antonio can Aston Villa deal with him? Maybe, probably. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be, don't know, I'm a bit of uh, bit stuck for this one, and it's going to be, you know, if I lose this one, it's going to put the the guru on uh, on top level points.
0: Yeah, obviously, you've got a few issues there, obviously. You've only got Cresswell and Grealish, who actually contributed this week. You had a lot of players on one point. You had Justin, Dinier, Saka didn't contribute anything because of his injury, Ward-Frauss,
3: Martial. So you need to sort something out. There's, There's a lot of issues. Do you reckon you'll be going to the transaction table to try and do that? Um, I don't think there's much out on on the uh, on the scene here. There hasn't been all season. Everyone's it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty tough to uh, to get a hold of the, these available players. But um, yeah, I might just have to uh, just play through the pain and uh, then come back and come back on the next one. I think could be a difficult one.
0: It may well be, Matt. We'll move over to you now on a better week, <laughs> although it wasn't. You know, it wasn't too hard to be, uh, to have a better score than Jack this week in draft. 37 <laughs> points. So, obviously, you've had a little bit more success. Obviously, having Mohamed Salah obviously helps that, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, do you reckon you've got enough to uh, to win this week? Obviously, surely you'd say yes. But do you reckon, where do you think that might come from?
2: Yeah, look, normally I've not backed myself too much in draft this season. But I am I feel like this is the best time to play Jack. And also, I'm quite big on draft of... of uh, you know, teams have had good form against before, and I think I've beat Jack both times. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm confident with Salah. Um, yeah, the City assets look good, but there's that rotation. Yeah,
3: Bernardo, uh, I've got, I've got, Bernardo's yeah. going to get rotated, surely.
2: Yeah, I've got a good feeling about, about Pogba and uh, Cavani. I feel like one of them's due a goal or assist or something like that. I've got Rafinha who will be coming on. I've got Stones, nice and rested, who hopefully should come on. Um, so I've got, I've got, I think I've got about enough to beat him. Um, I'm going to have to probably look in the, the transaction somewhere to replace, uh, like Castagna from Lester. Cause I think he's done his hamstring again. So yeah, it's a, uh, it'd be, it be a tough one. I've yeah, t- it'd be a tough one, but I think I've got enough. I think I've, Salah could be the, uh, you know, the big one. If, if Kane and, and, uh, Reguilon were fit, then I'd, I'd be a bit more worried. Um, but they're not. And, uh, which is unfortunate, but for this for this game, it's uh, you know it's good for this draft game. So yeah, I think I've got enough on on the uh, pitch at the moment. But who knows? I, I might be making a couple of changes. We'll just have to wait and see. And it would be so, it would be nice to win as well. Sorry, Jack, because uh, I think you were about would. nine points clear of me a few weeks back. So it could be a bit of a comeback. But I mean,
3: a couple of losses on the bounce that I've had, made. Yeah. So...
2: But it can change so quickly in draft. It so uh, it's
0: the yeah, season got... of
3: surrendering leads at the top. I know that all too well.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least not been the same since you won it in November, December, Ollie. So. No.
0: The trophy's still getting delivered. I don't know where it's gone.
1: <laughs> I think You've lost uh, it to Jack on that, mate. Uh,
0: give me 50 quid and I'll, uh, $50 and I'll release him. That's talking about Harry Kane. There's a bit of banter between Elliot and um, Jack in the private chat here. Elliot, is that something you're up for, releasing Harry Kane?
2: Oh, I'd, I'd have him for free, mate, but I don't I'll think I'm going to spending I'll tell, tell you one through. thing about releasing players, sorry, is ollie managed to pick up Vardy yep. from, from the, I think, that man Dave released Vardy, and I that couldn't believe couldn't wow. believe it because Vardy might, obviously, we were discussing it earlier about Perez Vardy, but, you know, they're saying Vardy's probably only got maybe another one to two weeks out, and I didn't realise, I didn't get on it quick enough and realised Vardy was up, up for for grabs and Ollie's managed to get him and Leicester have an absolute brilliant set of fixtures in the next few months that's just that that signing could potentially win Ollie the league when you think he's still got De Bruyne to come back in uh, and stat, I just couldn't I could not stat. believe it I could not believe it when I saw that
3: so, well done stat man <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. thanks Dave <laughs>
3: we're in the league we're in the league and
0: the other player I've got as well by the way who I uh, brought in the other week was Mateus Pereira so a little bit of success yeah. at the at the transfer table. But um, in an effort to keep this one under an hour so we can upload it to Instagram TV, um, we're going to quickly ask the uh, panel for their opinion on this game. Jack, we'll start with you.
3: You should be backing yourself in surely even after your poor game this week. Um, I'm going to put all the pressure on the guru. I'm going to say the guru. Oh, I like the mind games.
0: I like the mind games. We're flashing back a few years. It's like we've got Jose and Arsene Wenger here. We're flashing back and i love to see it. Elliot, you're a neutral, obviously, like myself in this one. Who do you think is going to win?
1: I'm going to help Jack and I'm going to pile the more pressure onto Matt mate.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs>
0: I'm, no. I'm going to do the exact same. Matt <laughs> you better not lose after we've all uh, we've all given our prediction for you to take the three points. Are you going to uh, back yourself into win this one?
2: Uh, I think I've got to. Jack's uh, <laughs> Jack's form uh, the, the thing is though, it's not January anymore so uh...
3: just think of me like uh, Callum Wilson mate. <laughs>
2: yeah. And Newcastle. You know what I back myself I think Salah you know, if he plays against Brighton and he, and he comes out with another couple of goals, then that could get me over the line, along with maybe John Stones, uh, getting potentially coming out with a hopefully another couple of goals against Burnley or something. You know, John Stones likes his uh, big scores I can't, in, in the wait so.
3: To see John Stones not even on the squad in that one, <laughs> he's not even gonna make the bench. You're getting no. over hype. I hope not. I hope All
0: not. Right. All right, well, that ends the draft section for another week and so ends the podcast for another week. It's been a decent one, but uh, Elliot, just to finish off, you've had a really decent week, despite what I said before. Hoping for another one?
1: Yeah, fingers crossed in terms of fantasy and uh, and Newcastle, mate, for uh, another good week. Three more points in both draft and in real life would be awesome and then score above the average just to keep ticking over would be ideal, but we don't live in an ideal world, so I'm sure... That won't come true, but we can we can be optimistic, mate, So fingers crossed.
0: Well, if that doesn't come true, I hope all your FPL dreams do. Out there, take care, stay safe, and we'll see you back now.